Hey folks, and welcome to Drinking Alone with Friends, a podcast where three friends drink alone together. My name's Chris. What up? It's Todd. And I'm Obert. I found my bottle opener. That's good. Yeah. Just gonna I'm very proud ignore of you. that and come up with a better intro. Oh, okay. I mean, <laughs> I mean, uh... It's almost football season. It's almost football season. It's almost football that, season. Is that where we're that, going? Is that the one? Is that the one? I know that your <laughs> listeners are in the throngs of your, uh... Wake me up when September fi- ends. But then we'd already be in football season. Yeah, but then I wouldn't have to hear about you talk about preseason stuff. Well, I was just gonna let the I was gonna let the listeners know that if they if they require any fantasy football advice, that they can head over to our Discord and they can ask a question there, and I will be happy to respond to them. Okay. And unlike past episodes, there are almost zero drafts on this episode, so that's a good thing. Yes, except for draft beers. <laughs> Which we very rarely Ooh. have on the podcast, also. Yeah, yeah, also not. Do growlers not count as draft beers? I think I'm I the think only so. one who's had a draft beer on the podcast. Maybe. No. At Labyrinth? I pulled, I pulled oh, it off Labyrinth. the Labyrinth. Labyrinth. Oh, we went, when, we were, when we were at Labyrinth, we had, uh, we had some beers. Um, sure. I did another brewery, or did Brewery Legitimus, where I had beers there, too. But enough talking about I think. football drafts. People want to hear about beer drafts. <laughs> That's why they come to this podcast. Oh. <laughs> uh. We had a beer draft once a long time ago. It was fun. We did. Was, was it that long it ago? Stuff. I don't know. It was like probably two years ago now, right? We also did a beer draft when I came, when we were all in Connecticut in October this year, last in 2020. Really? Oh, sure. I won that draft. When I gave you, when I had my beers from across the country and I said, you guys get to oh. pick. You guys get to draft your beers. Yes. Okay. All right. Different oh, kind of draft. A bunch of, a bunch of drafts. Yeah. Pretty yeah. sure I dominated that draft. <laughs> well, next time we have to go to a place with like 64 beers on tap and have a draft draft. Ooh, Ooh. there we go. There yeah. like a, I think we should have like a like an NCAA type tournament off. Yeah, that's, why I, said, that's why I said 64, because it's the perfect amount. Right. Well, that's not, that's not a draft. It's not a draft. A, You're right. We have a tournament. That would be more of a tournament. But then the pun doesn't really work, so we'll have to figure <laughs> that one out. <laughs> well, all this talks about draft is... Making Time. me <laughs> making this a rough draft. Ooh, there we go. <laughs> it's a draft we didn't think about. We didn't think, we didn't we didn't about, think about the draft. <laughs> We're just a draft podcast from now on. Yeah, that's all people. it is, <laughs> yeah. honestly. Welcome to drafting alone with drafty drafts. Oh, what about like what about a, a cool breeze? Room. What about a cool breeze? <laughs> Where the heat is cranked Shit. up really high. <laughs> you know, it's uh, oh, it's drafty in here. Like you know, like, or what about? there's the there's the military draft. Oh shit! Okay, Damn if it. this podcast is just devolving to definitions of the world draft, <laughs> can someone please drink a beer? <laughs> it's beer thirty, and I'm thirsty. I've been working like a dog all week long, so maybe something cold won't hurt me. Cause it's beer thirty, and it's time. Yeah, baby. All right, it's yeah. draft thirty, and I'm drafty. <laughs> <laughs> All of these draft delights are making me thirsty. I don't know. Cinnamons? Cinnamons? Homonyms? Def- Homonyms? Definitions? Right. I don't know. Yes. Alternative definitions. I'm just going to use the word alternative <laughs> definitions. All right, I got a beer. I have a beer that okay. I want to drink. Let's and, hear about and it. Hopefully, hopefully it will help this podcast. 
Is it called a draft? Oh, It'd be great. That be, It'd be great if it had to do something to do with it. Actually, I'm going to take a quick peek. Just make sure I don't have any draft beers in here. No. <laughs> <laughs> worst outro, worst intro of the year goes to episode 153. Tough um, competition. We got to add that to the Mr. <laughs> Oscars next year. That's true. Um, but I think we need... This is needed now. This beer is... I. I mistakenly thought I drank all my Kiwi beers. This is my last Kiwi beer, I think, officially. Um, but it's called Serenity Now, nice. which is a New England IPA uh, from Resurgence Brewing Company up in Buffalo, New York. So That's a good um, name for a beer to drink on this this here podcast. Yes, yes. Um, so it's a New England IPA. Um, I don't know, but it, it's like a very... It's like a clothed version of Burt Kreischer that, like, on the, on the front of the can... I don't know if that's who it's supposed to be, but it looks like him. I'm assuming that's the head brewer because it looks like a middle-aged white guy with a beard and graying hair, which I imagine what most <laughs> I, head brewers look like. I Does guess he have a fair. chest tattoo? No, that's a t-shirt. It's a t-shirt. It looks it's like a, a chest tattoo. Well, I mean... Except he's it, wearing it, a shirt under it. Yeah. yeah, but it looks like it's like a see-through shirt and you can see, see uh, the chest tattoo. It, uh, for those of you listening at home, it does not. Check the Instagram. <laughs> Tell us if you think it looks like a chest tattoo. Uh, <laughs> I know I know one photo I will never post to the Instagram. That well, this is what I would right. post. Anytime I get a chance to prove Ted wrong, I will post a picture. So, thank you, Kiwi. I th- Like I said, I thought I drank the last one. Oh, shit. I dropped beer everywhere. Oh, no. Oh, no. I Party thought foul. I drank the last one on stream last night, but apparently. Apparently, I had one more. I was like, oh, got to drink this. It's already two months old. Got to drink it. So, what is so special about this here New England IPA, Chris? Well, I mean... It was given to me as a gift from a dear friend. <laughs> no. um, I was actually looking at the can. There's not much uh, that it says about it. It's just resurgence, a NEPA, and uh, it's got a screaming person that needs serenity now with some fun squiggles around it. So there's not really much on the can. So let's see what the smell and taste say about the beer as I try and wipe up some of this mess with my shirt. And for our Seinfeld fans who listen the, no one the guy in the can is not a character from seinfeld i can vouch we're not like missing the obvious it's not george or frank costanza it's uh yeah it does not look like either guy. one of them yeah it does look like burt kreischer but it's not yeah uh is that the, like a running joke from seinfeld uh one episode yeah oh okay 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 yeah that's where the title is from or the the beard name i mean so, I mean, the smell of it, it smells like a New England IPA. I mean, it's got a decent amount of citrus aroma to it. I mean, pineapple comes to the nose. So, um, hopefully it's that. The head has lasted pretty decently. I mean, we are, you know, it's it's a little smaller, but it's 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 not going away. You know, it's holding on there. Long-lasting head. We like it. So, thank you, thank you. I like that. I like that beat. I really got to get that song on my iPod. I don't know what the... Actually, my Zune. New, Sorry, I don't have new ringtone. There you go. There you go. No, new one, no one suggested that for me. <laughs> uh, so let, can you? I mean, can you really set that as your ringtone? That'd be awesome. Text, text town. Because then you sit there, and you know, if somebody ever acknowledges it, you can be like, "How do you know this ringtone?" Yeah, right. So everybody else in the meeting has to keep a straight face. I, I like. I always. I, I mean. I don't know. I don't know what song it's from, but it's got a really good bass line. That's that's my favorite part about it. Um, but uh, yeah, let's see. Let's see. Let's see what uh, this New England IPA brings to the table from Resurgence Brewing Company. 
so this beer's pretty good. Um, you know, no surprise. Loving myself a New England IPA. Um, it is. Uh, it's got some. Uh, I'm trying to pick out exactly what kind of citrus fruit up front, but uh, definitely some citrus fruit, and then it kind of hits like a little bit of floral notes going into some bitterness at the end. Yeah. So it's um it's pretty nice. It's a little bit different. It's not quite your juicy juice bomb that you're used to when you get uh, like a new a New England IPA. Um, but uh, but it is very very solid. Um, it's a very nice looking beer if you were to see it. It's like your typical orange juicy color. Um, but yeah, I mean decent amount of bitterness on the back end, which I don't I don't I don't dislike. I mean I'm, I'm a big fan. I wonder how I know she sent it to me a couple months ago, um, but I definitely can taste a six and a half percent ABV, which normally it kind of gets covered up a little bit. But I get a hint of that alcohol on the back. Um, and that might just be, it might be a cut, like a, it's a, at least a couple months old since she sent it to me. So, um, but I mean, it's a pretty good, it's a pretty good New England IPA. You know, New York's not really part of New England, so they don't really know what they're doing, but, um, posers, <laughs> posers, but, uh, but it's a very good, uh, it's a very good IPA. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm pretty, pretty happy with it. Um, not the best one I've ever had. Um, there's definitely better ones out there, but, uh, I like the bitterness, the bitterness on the end. And, uh, you know, the floral, I don't know what causes the floral, some kind of hop in there. Uh, unfortunately, I don't know the hops, but... Um, it is Citra Mosaic Palisade and Amarillo, all cryo hops. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Okay. Maybe it's the Amarillo, maybe, that's coming out a little bit then? Yeah, I, I, either trying that to think or, it's, of, or it's Palisades. I don't know what the hell Palisades is. I've never heard of that hop before. Yeah, I've, I've, not, I've not had that one either, so... It's one of those two. I think Amarillo normally gives me the flowery vibes, but uh, um, but I mean it's it's a solid beer. Um, you know how many New England IPAs can you describe on a podcast? Um, I, we're apparently. at this rate several hundred, I think. <laughs> <laughs> we're working on it. But uh, I'm gonna give it a I'm gonna give it a three seven five. I think I'm gonna give it a three seven five. It's it's solid. It's um, you know, worth trying, worth having. So. Um, there you go. Three, seven, five. Thank you, Kiwi, for sending it to me. Well, I can and, tell uh, you that this is a relatively new beer. Okay. Um, the, the first check-in was on May 23rd, 2021. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, so it only has 197 check-ins. Ooh, that's a little bit high. Um, well, not high. It's a little bit the opposite of high. Low? Low? It's a little so. bit unhigh? <laughs> Small? <laughs> Anti-high? Few. Uh, <laughs> um okay so i think it's gonna i don't think it'll hit four i don't think it'll hit four um it'll be close though i think it'll be close then again it's a small number of check-ins and you know those new yorkians i'm gonna say it's a 397 i think it's a 397 so you are close but you no cigar for you first two no numbers are right three nine zero dang well okay Okay. Uh, overshot. So, I mean, That's okay. You, yeah. Being the first person, you are on the board. I'm on the board. Point oh seven. Point oh seven. Before I put it on the board, two things I wanted to say about this brewery is they have a 3.75 average on Untapped, and that's a 529 beers, which is an incredible amount of beers to have for one brewery. That is a lot of beers. Yeah. Holy cow. Wow. They just pump them out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... It, it's a it's a good it's a good it's a good it's 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 a good beer um but uh 
But yeah, there you go. So who thinks they can get within .07? I don't think anybody. Oh, I, I definitely. I'm coming for it. I, I'm, white I'm flags. On a hot I, oh, streak two from, white flags. I see two white flags. A hot streak from the pregame here. So I'm coming for you for sure. Are you are you ready to go, Ober, or do you want Tud to uh, go? I think I'll let let Tud go for sure. Okay. Okay. All right, Tud. So my beer today is a little bit of a an interesting beer. Um, I found it while I was digging through my closet a couple weeks ago, trying to find the oldest beer that I owned, and I said, "Oh yeah, I need to bring this to the podcast." Um, it's pretty cool. It's a style of beer that we have never had on the podcast before. Um, I don't believe, unless uh, historian Obert tells me that I'm wrong. If a, if it's a Grodzitski, I, I you're wrong. It is not a Grodzitski. <laughs> it is a Gruet style ale. Gruet. That's a new one for me. Yeah. G-R-U-I-T. Huh. Um, this beer is called A River Runs Gruet, if you get the pun there. I do. Great movie set in Montana. Watch it. A River Runs Through River It, not runs. the Gruet. Yes. Yeah. And it says, uh, long before hops were brewed uh, with local... Um, Lord, oh, and the bottle says, long before hops were brewed with, local herbs danced with the malts and early civilizations enjoyed the first beers. So it is in the style of beer before hops existed, or hops were used for for brewing. Um, it's a five percent ABV beer, zero IBUs, and it's brewed with chamomile, rose hips, lavender, and elderberry. Weird. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's by Rock Art Brewery out of Vermont. Oh, I like them. They they do they do some good beer. Yeah, you've uh, had them on the show been, before, I think. Right? I don't think so. Okay. I think this is I think this is their first entry. I may have had them before. I do. I do like some of their beers. I think um, it was something called like an American, like a red, white, and blue label. I don't know. I can tell you this: I haven't been to. I have not been to Vermont since this podcast started. And usually, the only time I get well, you haven't been to Vermont since we've been recording this podcast. That's not true. That is true. Because you went up and talked to Sean Lawson and everything, and that we were doing this podcast. No. Yeah, I, I find that so. hard. I find that hard to believe. I don't think I've been to, to Vermont since 2017. Well, you would know better than I would, but we've gone to Maine we started, a couple times. Well, that's, that's what I was going to say. We started going to Maine instead. As you guys can see, it is uh, very brown. Um, it's kind of a little bit reddish, too, but I don't think that comes across uh, for you guys. But it is a little red. It kind of looks just like your standard style of beer. It looks uh, good in that Oktoberfest mug you have there. Yeah, I wanted to add it into a mug that would be kind of reminiscent of the times where it was... You know, a beer that people would drink. And I did some research on the Gruet beer. Oh, look at this little Tud facts for our, our, oh, yeah. our podcast here. So um, Gruet is an herb mixture used uh, for bittering and flavoring beer, popular before extensive use of hop- uses of hops. The term Gruet and Groot Ale may refer to a beverage produced using Gruet. Historically, Gruet is the term used in an area today covered by the Netherlands, Belgium, and westernmost Germany. Um, so you, some combinations of, of common ingredients would be sweet gale, mugwort, yarrow, ground ivy, whorehound, which is just a funny word, and uh, common heather. So it sounds like a very strange beer, and I'm, yeah, I, I cannot s- wait to hear what what it tastes like. What does it smell like? What are the nose flavors? The nose flavors are very cinnamony, which is interesting because it's lavender, elderberry. I guess it's kind of maybe a chamomile. 
Um, but it kind of smells a little like all spicy and a little cinnamon. 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 I can't say that word. Cinnamon. Cinnamon. No. No, it's homonym. Cinnamon. Why can't I do this? Cinnamon. Cinnamon. There Jesus. you go. <laughs> I think you had it right the second time, but you just needed more confidence behind it. Um, it actually kind of smells like if like if you if you had poured this for me and didn't tell me what it was, I would tell you that you just poured me a pumpkin a pumpkin beer. Like that's what it smells like. Oh, okay. Perfect description. I'm there with you in the room now. I can smell it. So uh, let's the the head has stuck around. Um, you know, just slight head, but it's it's still persistent. It's hanging around. Let's uh let's dive in. It tastes very, very pumpkin spicy as well. Um, you get a lot of that allspice. It, it tastes like a like a very spiced up beer like that. Hmm. Um, I don't I don't get any rose hips. I don't get any lavender. How about chamomile? I, I get, I, no chamomile. <laughs> uh, maybe a, maybe a little bit of chamomile. 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 <laughs> um, I do think I get a little bit of the sweetness from the elderberry. Uh, I think that's that's what's providing that. Overall, it just it huh, it kind of tastes like a pumpkin beer. Like you know, kind of makes me sad because we have not reached uh, Labor Day yet, and I'm already drinking a, a beer that reminds me of pumpkin beer. By the way, if you're listening to the sound of my voice, pumpkin beers have been released everywhere. So if you would like some for October, now's the time to go out and buy them and save them. Yeah. I mean, they're not going to get much fresher, so you might as well just get them. Well, that, or they could be sold out, and then you'll be screwed, because right. you'll want pumpkin beer, and you won't have any pumpkin beer. I have my own pumpkin beer anecdote, but I could save that for later in the show. I was just going to say, as you know, pumpkin beer is only allowed to be drank between October 1st and Thanksgiving. Right. That's the official <laughs> pumpkin window. Yeah. We, we allow a little bit of overhang. If you still have, if you got so drunk on Thanksgiving that you can't finish it, you have to finish all the pumpkin beer by that Sunday. Right. Those football games, you're allowed to, to keep drinking your pumpkin beer. Yes. Like, for all you know, you hosted Thanksgiving and people brought a case of pumpkin beer. That's right. true. I can't like, expect you to drink a case on Thanksgiving. You I'm, could. Well, I mean, you, you should be in, you know, in honor of our founding fathers. But right. um, That's what they would want you to do. That's what they would want you to do. I feel like as long as you are still eating turkey sandwiches, you're allowed to have pumpkin beer. You know? Yeah. Like, once the turkey sandwiches end, the pumpkin beer has to be gone. I also think that you can start drinking your pumpkin beer as soon as you're the pumpkins that you're growing turn orange. Like, that's the sign that it's like orange means go on pumpkin beer. Like, if you go to pumpkin patch, you pick out an orange, I'd say, I mean, yes, you pick out an orange, you've got a pumpkin. <laughs> you're good what to go. What kind of pumpkin patch do you have out in Montana? No, I'm just, I'm just um, foreshadowing my beer. Let me say that. Uh-oh. Interesting. Okay. Um, so, I will say that the, the flavor or the... The taste is a little dry, um, so you don't get a lot of like. I just get a lot of like that spice just hanging around, but my mouth is very dry, like like you're drinking like a red wine of sorts. Hmm. Well, there's no hops in it, so maybe that's where the the dry mouth is coming in. There are no hops. Um, it's pretty good. Not gonna lie, I like it. I believe. Um, I believe years ago I did write this beer. I have no idea what I read it then. Um, uh oh. I think you can check my check-in. I think it was like 2016. Like, it's it's a long, long time ago. Let's see. I'll pull it up but yeah. right here. Um, I have a check-in on 8 So, almost exactly five years ago. So, 
So long. So way before this podcast. I, I you listen. I like. Let's see how close you get first. Then that's fine. Then um, we'll start now, to, to. This beer isn't from the same batch as that one, is it? Yes. Yes, it is. So we're continuing to clean out the fridge at Ted's house. <laughs> this one. This one would have been pretty far or pretty up my list of like oldest beers. Like there's older beers I still have. Wow. You should start a museum. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, overall, this is pretty good, though. I, I wish it had a little bit more... I wish it had hops. I mean, I think this would be a great beer if they had thrown some citra or something in it. I understand that that's the entire fucking point of the beer. Uh, but it would be that much... This would be a really good pumpkin beer if it had, like, some Cascades or some type of bittering hop to it. But right now, it's pretty solid drinker. Um, goes down easy. It's 5% ABV, so it's extremely crushable. Uh, it's got a little bit of sweetness to it, and it's got a, a shit ton of that allspice to it. Overall, I'm going to say it's probably a 3.75. I would drink this again. Okay. I don't know what I rated it back in 2016, but... Well, I will tell you as soon as you... I won't, I'm not going to try and influence you on the um, on the average here, but I'll okay. let you know once you give me your average rating, what uh, what you gave it before. How so many there check-ins are there? 2,800... I don't know. All it says is 2.8. So at least 2,800 check-ins. Okay. Um... I have no idea. Three. I'm I'm the man of the people. Three seven three. Pretty close. Wiping off that point uh, oh seven off the board with a three point six seven oh. at point oh six. Oh. by point oh. Allegedly, I don't know. I think he remembered from when he checked, checked it in, in five, five years, years ago. ago. Four point with... oh was what you gave it <clears throat> that oh. fateful August of 2016. I mean, so. I remember. I remember liking it enough to say. I should buy this and bring it home. Um, I also figured it would never lose its top flavor because it's got no hops. Right. Um, so, it, I mean, it's held up. It still had carbonation. Um, still pretty tasty. Nice. I don't think it's a 4.0. Like I said, though, if they added some, if they brewed it like a normal beer, this would be a really good pumpkin ale. Hopefully that's how they're brewing their pumpkin ale up there. I remember the guy at uh, Rock Art, by the way, being really cool. If, if this podcast was happening back then, uh, he definitely would have signed up to to be on the podcast with us because he was just super friendly and awesome and just a good overall guy nice well good job guy rock art for making this beer uh you did it you grew it it's great um he grew it he grew it yeah a little weird i kind of want to try it um i'm a little dissuaded by the 3.67 average but if todd gave it four five years ago it's not that bad 375 today maybe it's worth trying it's it's one of those weird styles, though, that like Untapped is gonna poo-poo on anyway. So you yeah. know, you can't hold you can't hold that to heart. You know, I actually think I looked it up and it was actually a three point six three average. Mm. So okay, putting Chris back on the board. <laughs> <laughs> I I looked it up now and it's a three point six seven. I think I'm gonna log it. I'm gonna log it in fifty thousand times right now. <laughs> Just to- <laughs> Drive it down. <laughs> apparently, I'm looking at it now. Apparently, they can it. Doing. They can it now. Yeah. Oh, it's not even the same beer. Oh, so you had count. it in a bottle. I had it in a bottle, but apparently they have oh, it wait, in a can now. Yours doesn't even have the Rock Art label on it. No, mine just had the Rock Art Sticker. cap on it. Okay. Huh. Not so, even the same one. I mean, this was back when Rock Art was like was like brand new. Like they were just starting out. And huh. And so the the logo for Rock Art is the Pele guy. Just for those of you who know, it's like the little, uh, you know, it's the guy. Uh, help me out, Todd. The guy. Pele. 
Let me just type Pele art into Google, see if it pops up. Pele is a, a soccer player. I don't know. What I'm, I'm really excited. I'm really excited that they. I, I I believe Obert with a name like Rock Art. I think it's probably a caveman. But I'm actually pretty excited to know that these guys are brewing this uh, and putting it in a can because now I will be on the lookout to find this beer because I want to try it fresh and I will return to this podcast not to review it. But I will return to this podcast with it and just give an update on how a fresh can of it tastes. That would be fun. I, I, I'm all for that. Because I now, especially now if that I know it kind of tastes pumpkiny. Now I'm going to be on the real lookout to find this. Have you guys had uh, um, pumpkin beers yet? Or no, because it's not October 1st. No, I have not had any. Have you bought any? Mm-mm. You haven't even stocked up? Not even yet. I That's my goal this weekend is I'm going to go around and I'm going to pick up some pumpkin beer. And... I'm going to add it to my beer collection. I also think I have some pumpkin beer that's left over from last year that didn't I'm get shocked. drank. So obviously, I'm very shocked. Uh, so obviously, <laughs> I, I couldn't drink it throughout the year. So. Right. No, I have not. Nothing. Uh, no. No. No pumpkin. <laughs> yeah, when I was at um, the bottle shop, they had a mixed 12-pack from Elysian in that they were not breaking up. And it contained, like, three pumpkin beers I wouldn't want. So I was like... But you, you need a you, you need a unique pumpkin beer for the podcast. I know. Trust me, it's a problem in Montana to find pumpkin beers. I will keep my my eyes out. I did see they had a bottle of the same one I had last year, the Phillipsburg um, pumpkin one that they had, which was not bad. It's like one of their special super duper barrel aged pumpkiny ones. But it was. I'd still rather have a shipyard. You know. Do you do you guys not grow pumpkins out there? Like, I feel like that's something that you guys would do. I don't know. I think it just is too cold at night here for pumpkins. I don't think we're great, great gourd growers in Montana, but I could be wrong. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you might have to take a trip to another state. Maybe. I'm actually planning a trip next week. If my COVID test comes back negative, I'm going to be going up to Canada. So might be able to snag some beer. Return of the beers from the North series. We'll see. Ooh. You know what? If you can't grow pumpkins in Montana, you know what the Canadians are famous for? Being they're, less cold than Montana. They're pumpkin beer. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows that British Columbia is famous for its pumpkin beer. I mean, you might be able to get... What's that brewery up there that's really good? Uh, collective Art. You might be able mm. to get some Collective Art pumpkin beer, which I think they're out of Toronto, but you know, it's Canada. Yeah. There's only, mm. there's only it's seven. Just, it's, it's there's, only, there's only seven people who live in Canada, so... I'm sure that it gets shipped around. You might be able to get some of that. But, yeah, I would be on the lookout for pumpkin Maybe. beer if I were you. Okay. I'll keep my eye out. <laughs> Trust me. If there's pumpkin beer, I'm going to have it. Um, but it is time for my beer review. I did not have a pumpkin beer. But as I alluded to, I do have an orange beer. Mm-hmm. Ted, play me in. I like beer. I like oranges. I like beer. It makes me a jolly, makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer. Unwind. It helps me unwind, and sometimes, and sometimes it, it makes, makes me feel mellow. No help on the chorus from you guys, huh? I, well, I was hoping that Chris would uh, would do the chorus because when when it plays, I don't like to speak. I thought Kiwi was it... going to do it, but um... oh yeah, damn it! Hang on. <laughs> I like beer. The na 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 makes, makes me feel mellow. Makes beer. me feel <laughs> mellow. Thank doom, you, uh, 
Thank you, new Ted. <laughs> so this is the beer I have this week. It is called Orange Pearl IPA. And I was staring at it earlier when I was talking about pumpkins, and it, it's, it's a very orange can. It looks very pumpkin-y. You'll notice nope, the, it looks like an orange. The background looks kind of familiar on this can. I don't know if you, what do you have any thoughts Ooh, on this? It looks like Julius. Oh, wow. Like they, 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 they fucking ripped it off. Like, so this is from Brigand Brewing. So, like they might get a cease and desist if Treehouse ever figured out that that was like, it's legitimately, the, the tree is blocked by an orange. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's pretty well the it's same. It's the same orangey, yellowy <laughs> pattern for sure. That's pretty awesome. Um, okay. We're going to have to put this on Instagram and tag Treehouse Brewing Company. <laughs> oh, 100%. With a name like Brigand Brewing, um, they're, well, I guess they're people who like to steal stuff. Who knows? <laughs> it's from the town of Darby, Montana. Uh, fun fact about Darby, I've driven through there. I stopped to get gas, and I also went into a candy store and got an espresso, because that's just the only place to get any caffeine in the store. Wait, what? Um, I think I bought some candy, too, because, I mean, if you're in a candy store... Is that the candy shop that you sent us a picture of that was like this like no. old like German style building? That's in Phillipsburg, which is where I was talking about the pumpkin beer from a few minutes ago. This was a oh, different okay. candy store in southern Montana. So what I've learned about Obert driving through Montana is that he stops to get beer, coffee, and candy. There's actually a surprising a- number of candy stores in Montana. I was going to say, and there's apparently a lot of candy stores in Montana. I've been, I've bought candy by the pound from at least three places in Montana, which is probably as many places I've bought candy by the pound from in any other state. So, <laughs> Collectively between all states? Yeah. They got a lot of the self-scoop things. You know, I'm a big fan of the, the gummy candies. Uh, mm. You know, like love the gi- giant gummy worms. Yeah. Actually, actually a fun, fun candy story real quick. Yeah. Um, Dana did a uh, a candy trade or snack trade with um some uh twitch viewer from scotland hmm. so uh we got our package today we sent out all you know normal stuff that you send out that's american and we just got we got it today with like i don't know a whole bunch of stuff i've never had before it was pretty cool well, pretty well, wait, what, haggis what flavored is, candy what is american like what like, can they? What can they candy? not get over there that they wanted? Right, like Starburst. Yeah, that's what I was or, asking. So they they were really big. Big things that they wanted were Cheetos. They can't get like flaming hot Cheetos. Okay, makes sense. Um, Did you send them Cheetos things? with e limon as well? No. Um, what else did we send them? We sent them. Uh, I wanted some Cracker Jacks, but I don't think they fit in the box. And Cracker Jacks are great, to be fair, but they are American. Um, but they wanted uh, biscuit make like southern style biscuit like um, mix. Uh, so we okay. sent them some of that. Um, some the watermelon uh, sour patch kids. Oh, good choice. Uh, yeah. So and then some like gummy bears because apparently gummy bears over there can't have all the crappy stuff that we have in them that makes them taste good. So it's like like gelatin. Good. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I, was, I don't know. But. Uh, and then we sent uh, some other stuff I can't remember right now. And uh, we got a big box today of, like, just a bunch of different random, like, crackers and chocolates and, like, Cadbury, like, actual Cadbury chocolates, which they're different. They're different over there. <laughs> they Fun are fact, here. I found out that Cadbury is actually not owned by Cadbury anymore. 
No, I know. They're owned by Hershey now, right? We talked about this in the pot. Mondelez owns them. The same people who own Nabisco own Cadbury. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I thought it was... Who owns Reese's? Who's Reese's? Well, that's Mars. Mars? So so Nabisco owns Mars. No. No. Mars owns Nabisco. No, Mars is separate. Well, that's why they're, like, paired together now. Have you ever seen that that they have the, like, Cadbury-style Reese's eggs now? That's just because they made them an egg flavor, but they're not... Cadbury's... Reese's is something different, I think. I don't... I think they're owned by the same company now. This is... Only... If only we we are not a candy podcast, we're getting into... We are in unknown waters here. (laughs) If if only we were sitting at, like, these, like, things that, like, you could, like, Google anything in the world. So Reese's Reese's is owned by Hershey. Reese's owned by Hershey. And I thought that Hershey owned Cadbury, but... No, Cadbury. I just I just saw it the other day because uh, Nabisco went on strike. So I was trying to figure out what other companies may be affected, and I saw that's that's when I figured out that they they owned Cadbury. So I have a beer here. <laughs> it does not look like Julius at all. No, it's a very much a darker, almost like an amber color. It kind of looks like the beer that I'm drinking. Yeah, a little bit, but uh, no orange. More haze. so than the beer that. That Chris I drinking. was definitely a little disappointed when I poured this. It doesn't smell that good. It just smells kind of like, it has that like homebrew yeasty smell. Like that, what is that The yeast that comes in the packet? It smells like the packet yeast with oranges. So I think I'm going to get a lot of orange in this orange pearl IPA, but not a lot of Julius. Let's find out. Huh. Well, I'm not blown away by this beer. It, it's not a complete ripoff of Julius. <laughs> no, no, I'm a little disappointed. It tastes. It has, like I said, that same. Is it Yellow Star? Is that the name of the the yeast you've brewed, right? Uh, I'm not sure. No, Red Star. I don't know. Well, I don't know exactly what it is, but it tastes. It tastes like a homebrew for sure. Um, if I didn't know any better, I would say these guys are just like homebrewers that scaled up a little bit. I'm not um, super in love with this yeast profile. It's just completely taking away from the IPA at all. This isn't an IPA. This tastes like a Dulgen with how yeast forward it is for a beer. I'm really struggling to get um, the hop profile here. I don't know. This isn't a bad beer, but it's not an IPA. So that's why I'm really mm. struggling how to rate it. Cause like, it's, it's not an orange beer. For sure. It is not an orange pearl IPA. Um, I'm tempted to give it a 2.0 because of how off profile Ooh. it is. But if, if Brigham Brewing released this in a bottle and called it their like farmhouse ale, I'd be like, with like notes of orange, I would give it three and a half, three seven five. But because it's tastes like this, I'm like, this doesn't taste like this. Isn't good. This isn't what this beer should taste like. <laughs> I don't know. So maybe I'll average the two, give it a two seven five. Okay. I don't, okay. I don't think I want to waste a lot of time talking about this beer because it's so just off. I don't know, Brigand. I think you're a new place. I'm not sure, but step up, step up your game. Well, I mean, they must be newer because this beer only has forty five check ins, and they only have yeah. eight beers on Untapped. So yeah. doesn't necessarily mean that they're new. It's just you know I how things go true. in Montana. That's true. That's true. Yeah. So I guess, what do you think those 45 people thought? I don't know. What did I say, 275? Yes. Um, 366. Damn. From downtown, 
dial one and the area code because that is long distance. Three six two. And oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> just nonchalantly throwing out point oh four, stealing the point away. That's right. <sighs> wow, over is yeah. I know. Uh, over gonna, has up to. He's going to pass ten. Chris pretty soon. For real though, I, I I'm only up by two now. Goodness, I'm uh, have to do. <laughs> last time I got my horizontal. This time, start start my second set of five. Oh my goodness! Wow. It's it's becoming a race, you guys. It's becoming a race. Obert got hot. He got hot as the as the as the summer heated up. So did Obert. Well, the important thing is I'm blowing our guests out of the water, so they have a <laughs> chance to uh, to catch up. That is, is true. Nice. That is true. That's the most important part. Yeah. So, so uh, while Obert was giving his his <laughs> review of the bad beer, uh, just to circle back, Chris and I did kind of solve this. Pro- this problem. So, yes. Cadbury is still owned by Mondelez, but it's licensed to Hershey within the United States. Yes. So, we were both rightish. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why Cadbury chocolate tastes worse here than it does internationally. That's Correct. That's why That's what I understand. I have a bar. Actually, I have two bars of Hershey chocolate in the fridge right now that I am very excited to try. I've not had it from overseas before. So, well, you got to do it. Maybe you should do a Scottish candy segment on the show Ooh, coming up. That's Ooh. not a bad idea. That's a pretty good idea. Yeah, maybe I'll save a little sliver of the. Because maybe I'll get. Maybe I'll go out and get a a Hershey uh, Cadbury bar too. Oh, and then you can do, do the side by side. side. Side by side. Yes. Well, this as is we gonna... discussed in the pregame, if non-alcoholic beers on untapped and alcoholic non-beers on untapped, I don't understand why. Cadbury chocolate isn't untapped. So. <laughs> it should all be on there. Everything yes. should be on there. <laughs> Cadbury chocolate and Diet Mountain Dew has right. to be on untapped. Yes. I, um, I did not know this about Cadbury, but they used to also own Dr. or they used to own Dr. Pepper and Snapple and Schweppes as oh. well. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. And A&W. Wow. Huh. Learning a lot uh. about Cadbury here. Cadbury facts for the podcast. I mean, is there anything better than a Cadbury cream egg? No. Yes. No, but that. two Cadbury but that's cream ma- eggs. Ooh, Ooh, damn. But that's made by Hershey. That's true. That's true. Well, that's why what I is- got confused because Hershey released the hey, eggs side by side. International listeners, if you hear the sound of my voice and you can understand what I'm saying and you don't just think I'm speaking English to you. Why would they Germ- listen? Why you would German they get at, like 40 minutes into a podcast they don't understand <laughs> the language of? <laughs> Maybe they're trying to learn English. I guess that, that's possible. All right. So anyways, if you can Probably hear the sound right of my podcast. That's true. Did you I hear the, like, hom- the homonym cinnamon <laughs> thing earlier? I want to find an international person who can send me a Cadbury cream egg from overseas. Because I want to know if they're better or are they worse. Just like or outside do they even the make US? Them? Yeah. Because like I said, I'm going to Canada next week. I could just eat one That is true. You. Well, no, I want you to send me one. Nah. I want to eat one. <laughs> do a candy trade. <laughs> yeah, I'll They're send all you, the rage nowadays. I'll send do you, know you Connecticut how, Do you know how expensive candy. it is to ship to Scotland? I was curious. I wanted to ask that. Oh, my goodness. We sent a – so don't go UPS, FedEx, any of that. Not even not even close to worth it. Mail.com. We uh, we sent U- US- USPS uh, flat rate. Oh, mail.gov. Okay. They yeah. do make they do make cream eggs abroad. 
Oh, I am I am intrigued by that too because that's my all time favorite candy. Um, Let's fucking go, international listeners. <laughs> and it costs like I think it was like sixty seven bucks to send a medium flat rate box filled with candy, and that was and the cheapest. Chips. And it was the cheapest. Like UPS and stuff was like over two hundred and thirty dollars. It was crazy. That's ridiculous. I know. I was and and they. When they when we got their package, it has like the twelve euros. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Like, what are we even do? What are we even doing? I like, wonder if that's up because of COVID. Because like you know, there's obviously the you know shipping problems and yeah. all that, and you know we're also not flying internationally as as much as we normally are, where they can throw some mail on planes as they go across the the ocean. So that's a special maybe. flight that you basically had to pay for to get over there. So maybe. In, yeah, you, you know, basically five bought five years when COVID th- is gone. A third of a plane ticket with that air, with that uh, package. I know, could have just brought the candy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> packed a bag. Could have seen Scotland for the price that it took us to mail a package. But it was cool. May uh, maybe Tud's right. I didn't even think about that. Maybe there's restrictions on all that fun stuff. But it was expensive. I was like, damn. We almost we wanted to send a large one. A large one, hundred eight dollars. It's like, no, thank you. Holy Pat. shit. Pass. <laughs> How like, much is a small one? Uh, forty bucks, something like that. But you can't like you can't fit much in there. They're pretty. They're pretty small. So, anyways, damn U.S. government taking their. I fees. know, right? Taking our fees and making us wear masks and I don't know what other trigger things can we put at the end of the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> and so, with that, we'd like to thank you. <laughs> we, <laughs> I'm going to cut Chris off before he goes down a rabbit hole. Cut the mic. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's that time of the episode where um, we honk for our fateful uh, guesser, writer, which is me this week, <laughs> Manus, manliest of the people. Hang on, Obert. I got you. I got you. I got you. I think. Honk, 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 honk. This is the new Obert version, right? Honk, 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 honk. <laughs> Thanks, Jordan. Um, but uh, speaking of Jordan, Jordan, take it away with our, our favorite our favorite theme song for our show, our Frosty Mug of Wisdom song. Test your handle. Test your handle. Test your handle. Test your handle. Mug of Wisdom! Drink. Mug of Wisdom! Okay, it's that time for a Frosty Mug of Wisdom where we fill it up. Life advice, hacks, things we like or love, um, products, people, places, things, nouns. Uh, I am... Man of the people, honk, 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 Obert wins. And as a man of the people, I get to pick who's going first, which I'm going to start off the podcast this week with Tud. Tud, what do you got for us? Yeah, so I've got an app that a financial advisor and co-host of the show, Dan Champagne, introduced me to, and it's an app called Yada. You guys heard about this app? Is it with a D or a T? T, two T's. Yo, or yo. Well, it is spelled Yo T T A, <laughs> but Y O T T A. No, I haven't. Heard um, of this. 
So basically, what it is is it's a it is it. it so I should start out by saying that I am not an investment professional. I do not give investment advice. Uh, my thoughts are my own. Blah 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 blah. Uh, I but think it you is a blah 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 through a disclaimer, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that holds up in court. It's been done. You have to actually I disclaim. <laughs> I don't know what the whole disclaimer is. This is why I'm not a professional. Do not, you know. All right. He's uh, so unprofessional. He, he doesn't even know the disclaimer. That's how people on this, you know that you shouldn't listen to it. Hang on. How does the disclaimer go on the podcast listener? People on this program may have interest in stocks that, or may have interest in things that they talk about, um, and and professionals may have differing opinions. So do not use this podcast to to make investments. Use it merely for informational purposes. Anyways, Yada is an is basically like a savings account. Hang on, um, hang on. I'm taking but, notes for every investment I'm going to make based on this podcast. <laughs> okay, keep going. So. It, so basically, it's an FDIC-insured savings account that you open up um, with Yada, and what Yada does is they run weekly like lotteries, and every day at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, a, a lotto number is drawn, and you get a set number of tickets based on how, what your balance is in Yada. So, um, for example, if you have like $1,000, you get like 44 tickets. Each day a number is drawn out of your 44 tickets. If those numbers add up, um, if you get three of your numbers over the course of a week, and it's seven numbers in a week, then you get 15 cents. Anything above three matching numbers, you get even more money. If you happen to get all seven numbers right, plus the Powerball number that's on Sunday, you have a chance of winning $10 million. Wow. So it's like, instead of them paying interest out to everybody a little bit at a time, they just pay all their interest to a couple people. Well, they, they also pay, I mean, they pay more than a standard savings account. So, for example, I opened it on Friday. And th- from Friday to today is Monday, um, I have made $0.25 cents on my $1,000 deposit. That's more interest than I've gotten out of my actual savings account in probably three years. Uh, so, it's, it's just a way of, of kind of having fun and and kind of convincing people to save and leave their money in there. And obviously, if you do direct deposit or a bi-weekly transfer or a weekly transfer of money in there, you get uh, you get more tickets into the lottery. So, you know, as you add more money in there, you also get more tickets into the lottery as well. So by signing up for all this, referring people, you get even more tickets. So at the end of the day, I have 251 tickets in this week's lottery. Um, so each day as it, as at 9 p.m., my tickets get checked off, kind of like a normal lotto drawing on the TV. But you also have a chance of winning $10 million. So who doesn't like that? Nobody. Yeah. That's who. So I expect after this week when I win my $10 million, then you guys can all do it. And then you guys can also win $10 million. Mm-hmm. But we'll leave a link in the show description in case you guys are interested. Um, you know, Have at it and sign up for Yada and make more money than your actual savings account at your bank. Because there's no savings account in, in the world that would have given you 25 cents over the course of three days. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to take the frosty mug from here. Um, I'm going to steal. I'm going to steal a handle from Todd, uh, adjacent handle from Todd, because Todd has been in my my handle space all summer long with his hiking handles. He's been all up <laughs> in them, and I'm super excited that Todd's getting more into hiking, but makes me a little jealous and i want to do a hiking handle so 
Sorry, that's my domain. You can't do it. So TM, TM, TM. Mine is going to be to a brand of hiking boot, which I'm a big fan of. Um, I've put a couple hundred miles on these boots at this point. I just bought my second pair, and they are a Montana brand, which I'm very happy to talk about, which is Oboz. Um, O-B-O-Z. They are uh, designed in Montana. They are like hand-stitched by like, you know, 70 people or something like that is what the box claimed. The, the pair I have, I think it's the Bridger series. They are waterproof. They have great ankle support. They are everything that I want in a hiking boot so much so that I recently replaced them with the same exact pair, same style, same size. So, you know, they're good because I went through a whole pair and wanted to get another one that was exactly the same. So I said, why not? And um, they have a great warranty, which is nice. They, um, they'll cover any, any issues you might have. You know, if you put a lot of stress and strain damage on your boots, they got you covered. For how long? Um, I believe it's one year. But if you contact the company like 14 months or something like that, they'll, they'll probably help you out. Um, but yeah, I had no issues with my boots for the first year or two. It wasn't until year three that I needed a new pair. Um, they're definitely not trail runners. You know, I think they might make some lighter weight options, but I liked the, the full size boot to keep stuff from getting into my ankles. And, uh, like I said, the ankle support and the waterproofness is always good. So Oboe's brand hiking boots, uh, take it from someone who hikes a lot puts a lot of miles on my hiking boots i can't recommend this pair enough um check them out see if you can find them in a store near you otherwise oboes.com their domain find them there chris handle it up all right i have a pretty pretty awesome one today we actually uh i have a recipe for everybody yes yeah recipe so we were browsing the tiktok of course that's where we get all of our all of our our, our resources nowadays is TikTok, um, and uh, there was a guy who was bragging about the b- absolute best air fryer wings that anybody that he has ever made. Okay. So hmm. you've intrigued. I me. was I was intrigued. Yes. So um, so I was like, you know what, wings sound pretty good. Let's make them tonight. And let me tell you, they're pretty damn good. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they're really, really simple. So if you have an air fryer, um, get yourself a pound of wings, and we'll link. I'll link, I guess, the TikTok video. I don't know. Um, I'll link your grocery store with a one-pound package of wings. In there the you go. Yeah. Get a, get a pound <laughs> of wings, um, and uh, all you do is a tablespoon of flour, salt, and whatever kind of seasoning you'd like. Um, we use like a brew pub seasoning, just chicken seasoning, and then the next one I made with like. Um, like onion powder, garlic powder, paprika, red crushed pepper, things like that. So, um, but you can kind of be a little, you know, if you like it a little bit hotter, a little bit sweeter, whatever you, you can add things, um, to that mix. There's no set mix. Um, it's more so the, the, the frying style, I think is the, the, the real, the real winner. And, um, basically, uh, so you'll, you put the, you put the pound of wings in the air fryer for, um, at two fifty. For 20 minutes um i i suggest if you're doing a larger batch like we had like pound and a half i think um 
to do a uh, like maybe 280 for like 20 25 minutes just to for more more chickens uh, then so then you take them out of the air fryer and you let them rest let them rest for like an, a, like a good 15 20 minutes um, oh wow that's a long time yeah and I then think I saw this TikTok and then you throw them back <laughs> in the air fryer is at, it for let me guess is it for eight minutes yep yep at 400 degrees for eight minutes um Again, if you do it a little bit more, it might be eight to ten. I, I I take them out and I shake them. You can tell you can tell when they're when they're nice and crispy. Um, and then when they're done, throw them in a bowl, toss them in some sauce. Uh, uh, we did like a, we did a sweet and spicy sweet baby rays and nice uh, something else. And man, I tell you, like we've made wings before at home, um, but none of them have come out this good. Like they were like restaurant style wings like they're so good like we we ate so many wings today and uh so if you're if you're looking for if you have an air fryer at home and uh you haven't quite perfected a way to make uh, a nice crispy wing uh in your air fryer um and have them taste delicious and have them be done like just perfectly uh check out the whatever in the bio maybe tiktok link whatever whatever it may be because they were so good they were so good Uh, so is it like a dry rub that you then sauce kind of yeah so you don't like i guess there were comments i didn't i didn't read the comments but i guess people were frying saucing frying again and then saucing again so kind of like j tim's like dirt Uh, style like dirt style, but I did. We did not go that far. We didn't want to have to clean up that big a mess in the air fryer. Um, but yeah, it's kind of like it. Basically, you just you 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 air fry the wings in the flour and the whatever seasoning you use. Um, you in in that specific that specific way, mm-hmm. and then you just toss them in sauce. And uh, I, I I tell you, they were they were really really good. I was I was like, we we got to make these way more often. <laughs> They're so good. Well, if there's anyone I trust with wing recipes, it's you, Chris. So thank you. I'm intrigued. I appreciate that. Yeah, I hope I hope our listeners take you up on this handle because I wanna I wanna I want them to make great wings at home. I was I was I was surprised how good they were. I was like, I th- oh yeah, th- these are I, these are these are baller. <laughs> I think the I think the key, if I remember correctly, to that video was to pat make sure that the wings were like patted dry. Yes. Complete, yeah. Like you don't want to put wet wings in there. Yeah, that 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 was true. You have to make sure that they're padded dry. Yep. So, um, but yeah, um, I I'm telling you, they they were best wings I've had like made at home. Like were those? They're so good. Good barbecue sauce helps too, of course. But like you know. <laughs> and so with that, we'd like to thank you all for listening. Uh, we'd like to thank the breweries who provided today's beers. I will go first and thank Rock Art for their a river runs gruit gruit style ale. I would like to thank resurgence brewing company and my our good friend kiwi kadota uh for the serenity now new england ipa hashtag new Todd. and i want to thank brigand brewing and i want to thank brigand brewing for their orange pearl ipa please make sure you head over to social media and follow us at dawf podcast and hashtag follow the email at dawf podcast at gmail.com um please make sure you're also heading over to the discord and participating in the conversation over there. Obert, can you update us on the polls from two weeks ago? I know we had Paul last week from The Hairless Dog, but I know you had listed some conversations over there. That's right. We asked people for uh, recommendations on ringtones and whether it's cornhole or backhole. Uh, didn't get much progress on the 
the ringtone recommendations, but we did decide it is definitely cornhole. Okay. So, you know, come on over, participate in that conversation, help Obert pick out his new ringtone. Um, also, come over there and let us know if you find this uh, this River Runs Grew Up beer, or if you're an international listener. I want you to go over there and you can tell us if you get Cadbury eggs and if they're better if Cadbury If you want to spend eggs, $70 to send us Cadbury eggs, please let us know on the Discord. Well, it's only 12 bucks <laughs> for you guys to send something to us, but we'll have to send something back. That's not 67 US dollars. I I don't know the exact exchange rate, but it's not three x. <laughs> no, it's still like eighteen bucks though. Please make sure you head over to iTunes and uh, subscribe. You know, make sure you're subscribing and leaving a five star review, and also make sure you're telling your friends to subscribe as well. Uh, you know, share this podcast around, and don't forget to hop into the Discord. One last plug for that Discord. And if you have any fantasy football questions, go in there and ask me, and then just Ooh. you know, hit the little at and you know comment. And we'll be good to go from there, and I'll help you out with any any drafting questions you have. Uh, also, please head, head over to Patreon, and for as little as a dollar a month, or uh, you know, less than twenty cent or twenty cents a week on months with five weeks. Hint, hint. September's a five week month. You get, a, <laughs> you get an extra episode of Drinking Alone with Friends every single week, as we do a pregame episode. This week, Ober drank an interesting beer by Founders that I think you guys will all enjoy. Here, here. One thing we should mention. Um, we are going to be having a modified schedule the next couple weeks. Um, expect to see maybe some off weeks, some of your favorite guests, maybe a new guest, who knows, but, um, we're going to have some, some various absences the coming weeks. Um, but we're looking forward to being with you all together soon. But uh, in the meantime, enjoy the podcast. I, b- I believe our next episode that we're, we'll all be together. will I want to tease it. Chris will be in Connecticut. I will be in Connecticut. I mean, who knows what the lineup's going to be? Uh, I mean, we have people hitting up the email every day. Uh, J-Lo and uh, Joe Rogan. Kanye. Joe Rogan well, was jo- not happy jo- about that podcast title, yeah. by the way. He's, yeah. <laughs> he's on demanding jo- to be on the show, but yeah, we Joe Rogan, yeah, to he's, that one yet. Uh, you know, we... I mean, listen, we gave you a rub already, kid, so uh, we don't know if we can quite do it again. Uh, but there's plenty of people begging to be on the podcast. But I will be in Connecticut towards the end of September, and there will be, probably be some uh, fun Tud and Chris uh, live segments or something shenanigans um, to be to that will be uh, a ton of fun. So I'm very excited for that. That'll be good. And so with that, my name's Tud. My name's Chris, and I'm Obert. And remember, if you're picking alone, do it with friends. What type of shenanigans can we get into? So many. I don't even know. Beer shenanigans. Shenanigans. Say shenanigans one more time. Shenanigans. Shenanigans. <laughs>